1: All right, I'm really excited to go
2: spelunking. It's not just any spelunking, Megan. This is the best spelunking spot in the entire galaxy, as voted on by Space Spelunkers United.
3: I can't wait to go spelunking either. I'm the best spelunker I know. When I was just a little boy, I learned to spelunk from
2: the best spelunker who ever spelunked.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, but question. What's spelunking again?
2: Oh, it's pretty much just exploring caves. Cool! Is that why we're all in this rickety old elevator? That's right! This planet has the best caves for spelunking in the known universe. But the caves are all the way down at the core of the planet. So, to get to the caves, we have to take this very, very long elevator ride to the very, very center of the planet.
1: Huh. That explains why my telecom device isn't working. We must be too far underneath the surface of the planet to get any reception. Well, no communication with the outside world for us, I suppose.
0: I just can't help but feel like we forgot something. Rolo, did you remember to turn off the stove? Yep. My next batch of bean stew can wait until after we've all gone spelunking. Okay. Uh, Siegfried, did we close the garage door? I truthfully didn't even know we had a garage on the ship. I just can't shake this feeling. Is there anything else we possibly could be forgetting? Lee, relax.
3: I'm sure we didn't forget anything.
0: Okay, I guess you're right. Gasp! Baby with a mustache! I love
4: storytelling! I like my story. (laughs) Don't write for other people, just write for yourself.
5: Just go for the imagination. I wanted to write a funny one. Sheep, get out of here. We're trying to finish a story.
1: The Story Pirates. Welcome
0: back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone.
1: Where we take stories written by kids... And turn them into
0: sketch comedy... And songs! I can't believe we left Baby with a
1: mustache alone on the ship! Lee, calm down, okay? I'm sure it'll be fine!
2: Look, what's the worst that could happen to an unsupervised infant all alone on a- Oh wait, yeah, no, okay, I get it now. Well, we can't just turn this elevator around. It's an elevator, not a stop and turn around-vader. We'll need to wait until we get all the way down to the core of the planet and then wait for an elevator all the way back up. Well,
0: can we at least call the ship to make sure Baby with a Mustache is Okay.
1: No, reception! Remember?
0: Okay, okay. It's okay, everyone stay calm. JUST STAY CALM! Oh, I really hope Baby with the Mustache will be okay all by herself until we get back.
1: How about we do a story while we wait, you know, to take our mind off of things?
0: Okay. Good idea, Megan. And here to introduce it is
5: the author! Hi, my name is Waif. I'm nine years old, and I live in Indiana. This is my story, Minnie, the cutest dog in the world.
4: This is a story about my dog, Minnie. (coughs) Oh, Minnie, you're (coughs) the cutest dog in the world. 5 a.m., I wake up in a fog. Minnie's cuddled up to me, cute pick for my doggy blog. i get your breakfast, put on your tiny top. Take one more photo before going on a doggy walk. To jump up and down My Minnie's the cutest dog in the town
2: Good morning, Mrs. Amir Morning, neighbor Hi, Minnie You are so cute You know, you should be a famous dog (laughs) Mrs. Amir, watch out for that fancy convertible
4: You hit my mailbox Where is she? Where is Minnie the dog? There you are, darling Uh, Excuse me, but are you? Here's my card! Vivian Plush, Top Dog Talent Agency. Getting
1: our client's paw in the door. Oh. I saw your doggy block. I want to take Minnie to Hollywood and make her a star today. Now!
4: Minnie, hang on a minute.
1: Honey, Hollywood doesn't have a minute.
4: Minnie. You're my best friend in the whole world. And I never stop my best friend from following their dreams. Go get a Minnie. <laughs> Hop in, Fluffball. We're going to be rich. <laughs> Send a postcard. What about my mailbox? Cut to five weeks later, watching football with my dad. What? They cut to commercial. We see Minnie in a TV ad. The world sings. Who gets Minnie? I could eat her right up. I love you, Minnie. Get your cell phones out. Put her in a teacup. Stop by the pet store selling Minnie's new snack. I'm proud, but I want the old Minnie back. Mom, I really miss Minnie.
2: Mammy, Mamma, Mama's watching TV.
3: And the award for cutest dog in the world goes to <gasps> Minnie. Standing
4: outside the stadium Waiting for Minnie <gasps> Here she comes She's so cute Out. Hey Minnie, it's me uh, You know, that kid from Indiana That you lived with your whole life Before you went to Hollywood Anyway, uh, you don't have to call me back or anything I know you're a dog I just wanted to say that I watched you on the award show And i
2: Morning, neighbor. Oh, hey, Mrs. Amir. Going for another lonely walk, I see.
4: (laughs) Do I really look that lonely?
2: Well, there is no dog at the end of that leash.
4: Oh, sorry, force of habit. Anyway, see you tomorrow, Mrs. Amir. I see Minnie. Yeah, you and everyone else. She's everywhere. No, she's here, down the block. Look. Minnie? (laughs) What are you doing back in Indiana? You're supposed to be in Hollywood being famous. Really? You'd rather be here with me? Oh, Minnie. I love you. I know you're technically just a regular house dog again, but in my eyes, you're still the cutest dog in the world.
1: Wow. that was um, a great story. But where did everyone else go? I woke up and I'm the only one here. Hello? Lee, Peter, Megan, Nimini? Rolo, Siegfried, Lufa? Anyone in here? Nope, empty closet. How about here? Nobody in that cupboard either. The stove is off. The garage door is closed. There's only one possible explanation. The pirates left me alone on the ship. Wait a second. The pirates left me alone on the ship. Wow! I can do whatever I want. I'm going to run around the ship screaming at the top of my lungs and nobody can tell me not to. Wow! 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 I'm going to jump up and down on Peter's race car bed while eating
6: Popcorn!
1: Oh, look! A trunk full of Peter's stuff. Let's just open it up and see what we're working with here. Oh, gross. Peter, your dirty sock collection. Woof. Oh, look! Luffa's fancy personal grooming items. What's this one? Aftershave? Huh. I guess I'll give it a shot. I'm getting hungry. Oh, I should order a pizza. But I don't have any money. Hmm. (gasps) I know. Nimini keeps a jar full of ship coin in her room. Oh, wow. She keeps it all the way on her top shelf. No problem. I'll just climb up the shelves until I get to the top. Here we go. And... Whoops. I broke the bottom shelf. No problem. I'll just climb on the next shelf. Whoops. And that one! one. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna jump really high and maybe I can grab the coin on the top shelf. Oh boy! I broke all of Nimini's shelves, and her stuff is everywhere. The important thing is that I got the coin, and now I can order pizza! Two large pizzas, please. The tidal wave. Baby with a mustache. No relation. Okay, got it. Okay, thank you. Bye bye What? Huh, that was fast. Let me just look through the peephole to see who's standing at the door. Hmm, looks like it's two people? Since when do pizza delivery people deliver in pairs? They're wearing big coats. There's no way these two are delivering a pizza. They must be
2: bandits. We'll be right back.
0: Hey, grown-ups! It's time for a special part of today's show sponsored by our friends at Lego City. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. You know how we asked our listeners to send us their favorite Lego builds about the ocean and stories to go with them? Oh, yeah. Well, I wanted to share one with you. It comes from Jasper, a second grader from New York, and it's called The Shark Attack on the Story Pirate Ship. Ooh, I will sit here and listen quietly. Okay, here we go. It was a normal day on the Story Pirate's ship. Oh, good. I love a normal day. Nimini was swimming in the water. She is so good at swimming. Peter was taking a nap on his bed. Am I asleep right now? Is this a dream? And Lee was in a submarine on his way to find some awesome corals. Lee saw a shark. Ah! Peter saw the shark. Ah! And Nimini saw the shark.
3: (gasps) You know what? That's okay.
0: What? Why? You know, the rule of three sharks. Sharks always stop being scary after three sharks. Okay. Lee got out of the submarine and swam up. When he left the submarine, he left the hatch open and then closed it with the shark inside. Oh, no! (laughs) Everyone ran and screamed around the ship until they realized the shark was trapped in the submarine. The end. Wow, Jasper, that was some incredible storytelling. I felt like I was there. And best of all, Jasper sent a photo of his Lego build for that story. Grownups, you can check it out at storypirates.com slash lego. And for more underwater adventures, why not check out the Lego City Ocean Exploration Submarine? It's a powerful, deep-sea sub with everything you need to explore the high seas. You can comb the depths with the sub's two mechanical arms, examine the ocean floor with an underwater drone, or search the coral-covered cave for hidden treasure. Remember, if you can dream it, you can build it. Check out all of the sets at Lego.com slash city. Hey grown-ups, Lee here with your weekly announcements. Fall registration is now open for Story Pirates After School All that info and more can be found at storypirates.com news. Now
5: back to the show.
1: Bandits. But why would they want to break into the ship? What do they want? Well, this is my ship. I mean, not my ship. It's the story pirate ship. But since I'm the only pirate on board, it's my ship. I have to defend it. I'll just lay out some traps all around the ship. All right, the traps are set. Hey, bandits, come and get me.
6: Hello? Baby with the mustache? We know you're in here. Uh, My name is Harvey. This is my partner, Morph, and uh, we're just here
4: to... Oh, Harvey, looks like you slipped and fell on all these banana
6: peels on the floor. Let me come help you. No, Morph, wait, don't... Whoa, whoa, whoa! My hip! My knee! Why would that baby leave banana peels all over the floor? Baby with the mustache! We're gonna find you.
1: You won't have to look very far. I'm right here. Bet you can't catch me. There she is, Harvey. I see
6: that, Morph. Come on, let's go. She's running into that next room. Harvey, she's getting away! Uh-oh, Harvey. I think I just tripped over a wire. And that usually means... Another, another trap. trap! Ew. Yuck! Uh, what is this stuff? It's pouring out of that can on the top of this door frame directly onto our heads! I'm all sticky! I think it's glue! Oh, no. Morph, look! What is that? Looks like it's... Confetti! Oh, that giant bag of confetti fell over and all the confetti stuck to the glue. (coughs) Yeah, I can see that, Morph. I look like a parade float. (laughs) You do, you do look like a parade float.
1: (laughs) That isn't funny. Come on, don't slow down now. You've almost got me. Look,
6: Morph, there's that baby with the mustache
1: at the top of the stairs. Well, let's go. Not so fast.
6: That baby just swung a pie at the end of a rope right into my face. I can't see! Don't worry, Harvey, I'll get her. There's no chance she has two pies at the end of the rope.
1: Au contraire.
6: Harvey, I was wrong. I too have pie in my eyes. Baby with the mustache, will you please? Just come down here and talk to us.
1: We're just trying to do our jobs. I would hardly call banditry a job. Wait, what? I know you two are bandits, and a pirate always defends their ship against marauders. We're not burglars. You're not? No, we're pizza
6: delivery guys.
1: But how did you get here so fast? Planet Pizza is the fastest
6: delivery in the galaxy. Ten seconds or less, or your money
1: back.
0: Guaranteed. Hey, you! Get away from Baby with a Mustache!
1: Whoa, 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 Lee! Put down that snow shovel! These are just the pizza delivery guys! Oh,
0: uh, I'm sorry. I just saw two guys in big coats and assumed something bad was happening.
6: It's cold out there!
1: Lee, what are you doing here? I thought you and the other pirates left me all by myself.
0: We did, Baby with a Mustache. But it was just a mistake. We would never purposely leave you behind. You're one of us. Baby with a Mustache, I'm so sorry. Really Come on in, everybody.
1: I'm really Imagine in if that ever. Hey, hey, oh, Baby with, with a mustache. mustache. Oh, Megan. Peter, Rollo, Siegfried, Lufa, you're all back! And gladly, that elevator ride took forever. Peter pressed
2: all the buttons.
3: And it turns out the spelunking caves were closed, so we didn't even get to spelunk.
2: Yeah, it's been a long day for everyone. I'm gonna go to my room and change out of the spelunking gear. Well, there's enough pizza here for everyone. Harvey and
1: Morph, I'm sorry for the misunderstanding. Here's the money for the pizza. Keep the change.
4: Thanks. Thanks.
0: Wow. I'm glad you were able to take care of yourself, Baby with a Mustache. Hey, but where did you get the money for the pizza?
1: Oh, I got it out of Nemini's room, where I... <gasps> oh, no. Baby with a Mustache, what did you do to my room? Um, should we do another story? Great idea.
0: Okay, listeners, this next story is about a salesperson who is... Maybe not the most honest salesperson you've ever met? Here's the author to introduce it.
5: Hi, I'm Ella. I'm 11 years old and I live in Pennsylvania. This is my story and it's called How to Be a Great Salesperson.
1: Pumpernickel Productions presents... Sales!
3: confidence that's my final offer it's your loss
1: (laughs) how to be a great salesperson volume three cassette seven
3: Hello, and welcome back to my home video series how to be a great salesperson my name is Gilbert pumpernickel and I'm a rather glamorous salesman if I do say so myself Now I know what you're all probably thinking. Gilbert, knocking on door after door selling random products sounds like an incredible career. Well, I'll tell you a little secret. It is. (laughs) That's right. And while normally I try to eliminate my competition, I have decided instead to give you all some tips on being a wonderful salesperson like me. Let's begin, shall we? Part 1. Be
1: Aggressive.
3: Always remember, as a salesperson, you gotta be aggressive. Customers will always know if whatever you're selling is worth buying by how confident you seem. Take Charlie here, for example.
2: Yes? Hi, would you like to buy this set of encyclopedias? Hmm, maybe.
0: Are they any good?
2: Oh boy, that's the real question, isn't it? I did buy a set for myself, but was it worth it? Honestly, not really. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna leave now in the only way fit for a person as lowly as myself by flinging myself off of your porch and into your bushes where I will then lie perfectly still until you close the door.
0: I actually could use some encyclopedias. Here I go!
3: Are you okay? Oh, Charlie. Not very confident. Let's try that again. But this time, remember, be
0: aggressive.
2: Yes? Uh, Listen up, mister. Today's (gasps) the day you buy some encyclopedias.
0: Wow, such confidence. I'm sold. Here's all my money.
2: I think you mean all my money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
0: I
3: do. Wow, another satisfied customer.
1: Part two. Mix it up.
3: Remember, people need variety. As a salesperson, you must associate with as many brands and companies as possible. When a customer asks for options, you don't want to be left empty-handed. Let's see how Shelly does.
2: Say, this is a pretty nice vacuum cleaner, but do you have any other options? Um, options? Oh no, oh no, this is all I have. Why? What was I thinking? What have I...
3: Does anyone here know what Shelly was missing? Variety. The spice of life! Let's try that one more time.
2: Say, this is a pretty nice vacuum cleaner. But do you have any other options? I sure do. Right here in my trunk. Wow, that's a lot of vacuums. Certainly that's all you. Nope, they're still coming. Wow, surely it must be nearing the end. Okay, I was wrong. Somehow it picked up steam. This is a lot of vacuum. Please, madam, make it stop. I'll take them all of them if you just make it stop. Salt!
3: Now that's a sale. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Part 3 Make sure to linger.
3: At this point, you're probably eager to get out there to start making sales. But where should you go? What do you do when you're not sure where the sales are? Don't worry, just do what I do. Linger in certain parts of the neighborhood. So you're telling me that you just go to random places and hope that customers wander by? Friend, that's exactly what I do. Okay. Here, come with me, I'll show you. (gasps) Ah. We're now in a random part of the neighborhood. So what do we do here? Just linger. Like this? Yep. If you're patient, some people will buy anything. What people? Hello. Ah! Oh wow, I didn't see you there. So you were just lingering? Yep. Huh. I'll give you a thousand dollars for those sunglasses. So what?
1: Part four. Deceive the customer.
3: Now that you've got the tools you need to make the sale, what happens if someone is being stubborn? You'll need to step up your game. Yes, be flexible with discounts and such, but also be ready to deceive the customer if needed. <laughs> now, Gilbert, you must be saying, what do you mean by deception? I mean anything it takes to keep that customer off balance. Like a whole song and dance routine? <laughs> why not?
1: Hello?
2: Whoa, <coughs> where did all this fog come from? Is this a laser light show? What's happening?
4: This is a dream, you are asleep right now.
2: So why not buy this atlas for a couple of
4: thousand dollars? After all, it's not real. Even for a dream, that's a heck of a
3: deal. Okay, sure! Nailed it!
1: Part 5 Do not go into the same house twice in a short span of time.
3: (laughs) You know, that one's pretty self-explanatory.
1: Let's go to part six. Part six, empty neighborhoods. Finally,
3: it's time to answer the single most common question that I get about being a salesperson. I'm sure you were already thinking it.
1: What do you do
3: if you live in an empty neighborhood? (laughs) That's right. Do you want to know the answer? Yeah. Move to a different neighborhood! Thank you all so much for watching my video. Now get out there and make some sales, because you know...
4: How to be a great salesperson!
3: <laughs> oh, you're guys kind. Autographs? I guess so. Sure thing. Well, I'm really wonderful. Everyone agrees. It's an objective fact. Everyone loves me. <laughs> And that, ma'am, is just a quick sample of my 14-part series. If you buy my tapes and you follow these rules, you will maybe be almost as good as me. Maybe, but probably not. So, what do you say? Do we have a deal?
1: Please get out of my house.
3: (laughs) Honestly, that's fair.
1: The end! And now, Lee speaks with the author.
5: Hi.
0: Hey, Ella, this is Lee from Story Pirates. How are you doing? Good. Ella, I love your story so much.
5: Thank you.
0: What was your inspiration
5: to write that story? Well, it was in school, and we had to write a story with vocabulary words, so I wanted to write a funny one.
0: That's really cool. You know, I don't think we've ever gotten a story that was written in that particular way. Can I guess what some of the vocabulary words were? Sure. Was Glamorous one? Yeah. Okay. Was Aggressive one? Mm
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Was Linger? Yes. I've gotten it all right so far?
5: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What about Deceive? Yes. Flexible? Yes. Wow, I'm batting a 1,000 right now. This is the best I've ever done anything in my whole life. (laughs) What about Pumpernickel?
5: No. Ah!
0: (laughs) So how did you come up with Gilbert Pumpernickel?
5: Well, I was thinking about a way I could make it funny, and I thought I needed a funny character. Uh So at first, I just came up with a funny name, and it sounded kind of obnoxious to me, so I made (laughs) him really bratty.
0: Wow. Obnoxious is another good vocabulary word. Yeah. Do you like writing characters like this who are unsympathetic?
5: Yeah. You can make them have so many different personalities. They can pretty much be anything.
0: Gilbert says, deceive the customer if needed. Yeah. Do you think that that way of acting ever catches up with him?
5: People would eventually catch on and see what he was doing.
0: What do you think makes somebody want to buy something from a salesperson?
5: If the person says really good stuff about it and if it seems like it will work and it'll be good.
0: If I said to you, Ella, you have to be a traveling salesman now and I want you to sell something that you would be very convincing about, what would you sell?
5: I would sell something that people are always losing so that they would keep buying it. In my house, people always lose phone chargers.
0: I think you might be onto something here, like a traveling phone charger salesman?
5: Yeah.
0: That's smart. You're just like walking around with your backpack and you open it up and there's like a million phone chargers in there and you're like, hey, buddy, need a phone charger? (laughs) Should we go into business together?
5: (laughs) That would be fun.
0: (laughs) Okay, so in our business, I'll do the selling and you just write me my my speech, but I want like a 60-40 split.
5: I don't know who would get 60 or 40%, but... I like where your head is at.
0: So you're saying that I'll get 60. Should we shake on it? Yeah. Woo! We just started a business. It's that easy, kids. (laughs) Now we just have to incorporate in Delaware. (laughs) Ella, this has been so fun to talk to you.
5: You too.
0: Thank you for writing this incredibly funny story. I loved it so much.
5: Thank you.
0: I hope that you have a glamorous rest of your day. (laughs) Thank you. Vocab! Oh, yeah! (laughs) Bye, Ella. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and a big thanks to today's authors, Leaf and Ella. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story with an unreliable narrator. That means that the reader can't trust what your narrator says. Remember, your story can be about anything from your imagination, it's just told by an unreliable narrator. Make sure to include the reason why your narrator is unreliable. Why aren't they telling the truth? Or maybe they think they are telling the truth. As always, grown-ups can submit stories at StoryPirates.com. See you next week. Bye. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Executive Producers Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Lee Overtree, Sam Baer, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, and Jonathan Roberts. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Our staff writer is Mike Cavallon and contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guests, Joe LaTrulio and Beth Dover. This episode features performances by Andrew Barbado, Stephen Charles, Sasha Diamond, Tara Halpern, Katie Hammond, Will Jacobs, Quentin Johnson, Nick Canellis, April Laval, Allie Leviton, Caroline Lux, Vanessa Magula, Jasmine Malavay, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Catherine Montezzi, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Alan Pierre, Peter Russo, Haley Sherwood, Emily Verla, and Nimini Ware. Minnie, the cutest dog in the world, was written by Andrew Barbado and produced by Eric Erson with vocal direction and arrangement by Jack Mitchell. Additional production for How to Be a Great Salesperson by Jack Mitchell. Okay, finally done cleaning up all the traps that Baby with a Mustache set. Whew, that was a lot of work. A lot of traps. Yeah, who knew a baby could... Wait a second. Who left this delicious-looking pie right here? This looks really good. I bet they won't mind if I serve myself one little slice of... <laughs> oh, okay, as you know, uh, that was another trap. Okay, there's pie all over my face. But, wait a second, there's another pie right here. Not even Baby with a Mustache would put two pie traps right next to each other. I'll just take a little slice of this. Okay, I can admit what I'm wrong. Hey, look, another pie. Well, wow. how many times is this gonna happen? I. Please stop. Too many. Is it finally
5: done? Now to
0: clean all this pie off my. Face.